Do you need help protecting your finances as you enter retirement? David Dickens of KC Financial Advisors has got you covered. Welcome to the Cover Your Assets KC podcast. Well, hey there, and welcome to another edition of Cover Your Assets KC. Walter Storholt here with you alongside David Dickens, President and Wealth Advisor at KC Financial Advisors, serving you throughout Kansas City with an office in Overland Park. You can find us online at CoverYourAssetsKC.com. David, I feel like I'm having to yell to host today's show with you because uh, we are in the midst, at my recording location at least, of a uh, big storm right now, and it is pouring down rain. <laughs> Hopefully well, you are drier than I am. <laughs> it is a beautiful, sunny, 70-degree morning in Kansas City right now. So just for our listeners, we're recording Thursday morning. And tonight's the kickoff for NFL season. Luckily, it's not an outdoor game in the Carolinas where Walter is. Yes, very fortunate um, as we'd be yeah. drenched otherwise. But, but it's going to be a, a pretty awesome game. And I, I mean, you know, I don't know. You're probably a Carolina fan. I shouldn't I shouldn't guess that. A, a N- Panthers fan. NFL-wise, I don't really have a, a particular. I mean, let me take that back. I'm a Chiefs fan, of course, David. <laughs> I have there to know my Good audience man. here. <laughs> Who doesn't like Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey? That is true. Yeah. Eh, a pretty cla- And uh, Andy Reid. You know, you guys have Big a Andy. lot That's of right. classy representatives of the game playing for you right now. So. We like that. We like that. So, yeah, um, yeah we, we, you know, we got a lot of, we have a, a varied listener base amongst our podcast downloaders. We got some Cowboys fans. We got some, Car- uh, some, um, Cardinal fans, we've got a few Vikings fans, and a whole bunch of Chiefers. So, you know, we're pretty excited about what 2021 might bring. Yeah, it's a great point. And uh, I, I just like the, the games. I like the atmosphere of football in the fall, and uh, it is back. And so that is uh, certainly exciting. Well, we'll see how the Chiefs and everybody else do this season, but uh, let's get to some uh, important topics of the day, David. One of those fun shows where we get to answer some listener questions, which, by the way, if you ever want to email a question to David to be featured on the show, you can do that by emailing ddickens at kcfa.com, ddickens at kcfa.com, and we might feature it on a future show. And I've got three for you on today's show, David, and we'll be able to cover a couple of different topics here. The first of which comes to us from Christopher, and Christopher says, I'll be turning 70 at the beginning of next year, and I'm annoyed that I'll have to start taking money out of my IRA because I won't even need it. I'm sure you have some tips for circumventing this rule. What are they? <laughs> well, Christopher, I got some bad news for you. But first of all, let me, let me clarify this piece. It used to be 70 and a half when your required distribution started. So the year you turned 70 and a half. But something called the SECURE Act that Congress passed back in late 2019. So it started in 2020. Now your required distributions don't start until the year you turn 72. So that's an important uh, differentiator. You get an extra year and a half to let those uh, deferred gains rise. So just a quickie little background, Christopher, why do you even have required distributions? Well, the IRS has been waiting to tax this money ever since you put it in, in a 401k or an IRA, and they're just done waiting once you turn 72. And they're going to tax every penny that comes out of this IRA. So principal that you put in and all the growth. So another question you might be wondering is, how much am I going to have to take out? Well, as a 72-year-old, you're going to have to take out 3.91% of the balance that it was on December 31st before the year you turned 72. So for instance, Christopher, if you have a half a million dollar IRA, that's going to be $19,550 you have to take out in the year you turn 72, and it's going to be taxed just like a paycheck. 
at your highest marginal tax bracket. If you got a million dollar IRA, well, that's $39,100. Million and a half dollar IRA, that's about $58,650. So it's not inconsequential, especially for you, Christopher, because you said you don't need the money. It is kind of a big deal. It just depends on how much other income you have. So for somebody that has a couple of social security checks coming into their house, them and their spouse, they've got a pension um, totaling maybe 85 grand. Well, they're in the 12% bracket. Once their required distributions start, and let's say they've got a million dollar IRA, that pushes them from the 12% bracket up to the 22% bracket. So it is kind of a big deal. And your, and your question, Christopher, is a really good one. So your question was, how do I get out of these? And the answer is, you are pretty well trapped. You cannot get out of this. But I've got three ideas for you as to what you might be able to do to lessen the pain. One is, you're 70, you have another two years. You could do some small Roth conversions over the next two years. There are some things you want to avoid, like a Medicare surcharge, depending on how much Roth conversions you do. But you have a couple of years to do some, some modest Roth conversions. Christopher, it doesn't sound like you're still working, but if you happen to be still working, there are a lot of 401k plans that will allow you to, to kind of do a reverse rollover. You can roll over old plans into your current plan where you work. And most times when you're 72 and still working, you do not have to take a required distribution out of your company plan. So if you can do a reverse rollover while you're still working, you might be able to defer those required distributions a little while longer. The third one, and it's used broadly by my client base, is called a qualified charitable distribution. So if you are in the habit of giving money to your church or to the university you graduated from or any other qualified institution where you get a tax deduction for that, you can gift that money from an IRA directly to that institution. If it comes to your house in your name, well, that's taxable. But if you give it directly to the institution, that is not a taxable withdrawal from your IRA. You can do that up to a maximum of a hundred grand a year, and that's a hundred grand for you. And if you have a spouse, hundred grand for your spouse, you can give away a lot of money and not have it be taxable income to you. The only requirements are that you have to be, in this case, over 70 and a half. So even if you don't have a required distribution, Christopher, you could do that this year if you wanted, if you're over 70 and a half. And uh, it has to come out of an IRA and you can't go over hundred grand. That's honestly the best idea I've got for you based on what I think I know of your situation as to how you might avoid being taxed on money coming out of your IRA, that qualified charitable distribution. Man, lots of great information packed into that answer, David. Thank you for breaking that down so well for us. And Christopher, I really hope that helps you out. Uh, by the way, if you ever need to talk to David about your situation, kind of like this question that Christopher asked, and I uh, would like to go into more details about your particular situation, you can get in touch a few different ways. Call 913-317-1414. Easy way to get in touch there. 
913-317-1414 or go online to coveryourassetskc.com and follow the uh, different ways that you can get in touch with the team by asking a question, check out past blogs and podcast episodes, lots of good stuff there. And uh, you can also request your complete planning review and go through the CPR process with David and the team. Again, that's coveryourassetskc.com and we'll put contact info in the description of today's show. All right, I've got another question here. This one's from Brad. Brad says, they recently announced at work that our 401ks are now going to have a Roth option. Should I put my future savings in that instead of the traditional 401k? So Brad, that first of all, I'm excited that your company has decided to do that. I think it's a great option for most, for a whole lot of working people, especially if you're listening to this in your 20s and 30s, you are very highly likely to be in a higher tax bracket later in life, and probably when you retire, if you're a good saver. So a Roth 401k can be a great option for you. The How you decide whether a Roth or a traditional is based on only one thing. Will I be in a lower tax bracket when I retire than I am right now? Or will I be in a higher tax bracket? Now, that's a little complicated because we don't know what Congress is going to do over the next 10 or 20 or 30 years regarding tax rates. But frankly, if you look at where we are from the national debt standpoint, it's fairly likely that tax rates are going to go up in the future. And one thing that is for absolute certain is the Trump tax cuts are going to expire in December of 2025. So everybody's tax rates are going up in 2026 if Congress does nothing to keep them the same. And I'm betting, even though all the happy chit-chat that goes on amongst congresspersons and senators, I'll just bet that they don't do anything and those rates revert and they're all going to point at each other saying, well, that's the guy that did it to you, not me. So um, Brad, just a little bit of an, an extra little piece of information for you. You might know this, but you can split. Let's say that you're putting six grand a year into your 401k, just for round numbers. You could put 3,000 in the traditional 401k and 3,000 in the Roth 401k. Your company doesn't care. So that's a decision you get to make and you can change that. Most plans let you change that throughout the year. The company match, if you're lucky enough to get one of those, that goes in the traditional 401k. So you have a lot of options. I'm excited for you that you have those options make a couple of quick calculations or get some help from somebody who can help you think through those. But it's a great alternative for a lot of people. Uh, so you, you want to make a conscious decision as to whether you're going to use it or not. If nothing else, just great to be in the position to have options there, Brad. And a lot of people don't even have that Roth option. So that's great that that is something that you can tap into if it ends up making sense for your situation. So great question. A few things for you to think about there. And again, if you want to get in touch with David, go to CoverYourAssetsKC.com. Get in touch through the website or call 913-317-1414. All right. Jamie has our last question of this episode and says, I looked forward to retirement for many years. But now that I'm actually retired, I can't shake the feeling that I'm eventually going to run out of money. Is there any solution for fighting this feeling other than simply spending less or going back to work? <laughs> well, hopefully, Jamie, if you go back to work, it's because you wanted to and not because you had to. So, Jamie, I had almost this exact same conversation in my office two weeks ago with somebody who came in for a planning review. And I think what you're really looking for here is is confidence. 
You either want confidence that you're going to be fine, that you're going to not outlive your money, or not quite as happy, but confidence that, you know what, I do have a problem and I should start fixing it now. So confidence, this is going to sound perhaps trite, but confidence doesn't come from hope. And right now it sounds like you're kind of hoping you're not going to run out of money and you're kind of hoping that you're not going to have to go back to work. Confidence does come from having a real plan, a good plan. If your plan is in your head, <laughs> then you're hoping. That's not a plan. So good plans are kind of hard to do by yourself because there's so many moving parts. But if you're a real good do-it-yourselfer, then you can try that. Uh, and I encourage you to, to do it one way or the other, either do it yourself or get some help. We've done, I think, some pretty good podcasts in the last six months on what goes into a good plan. So those things, Jamie, if you're going to do it yourself, you want to make sure that you have a really good idea, a, a fairly detailed idea of your baseline expenses. Now, well, you're in retirement. So in retirement, what's that going to look like? If Jamie happened to be 55, then he'd want to know what his expenses are now and what they would look like when he's 65, 66, 67. So baseline expenses. You want to know about extras. Maybe you want to travel for five or 10 years after you retire. That's an extra. You also have to build in unexpecteds. So everybody that owns a house has a roof. You have air conditioning and heating. And those things just break sometimes. And so those have to be replaced and they're not inexpensive items. Then, Jamie, for your plan to give you the confidence going forward, you need to know your income sources, maybe Social Security, maybe a pension, and supplemented by withdrawals from hopefully a big fat 401k or an IRA rollover. You want to know what your taxes are going to be in retirement and are they going to change when you start taking required distributions. We won't know what inflation is going to be, but you have to make a projection as to how your expenses are going to rise based on future inflation because they are. And then you're going to need to put some sort of rate of return on your investment portfolio. And I'd encourage you to not get too aggressive with that because a lot of these models will give you, will put you an eight or a 9% compounded annual return on your investments. I'll assure you, Jamie, that is not going to happen. So I'd encourage you to use 6% as a kind of a maximum rate of return on your investments. And if you can not run out of money based on all those factors, including a 6% rate of return on your money, you can get to age 100 and not run out of money, then I'd say you ought to have a tremendous amount of confidence in your retirement. But if your plan shows that you run out of money at 72 and all you're going to live on is Social Security, then I would have a tremendous amount of confidence that you should either cut your spending, or maybe pick up a part-time job. So, Jamie, you're asking a really good question. It would have been an awesome question to ask when you're 60 or 58, but you know what? You're asking it. So that's what you, I, I'm confident that to gain the confidence you want, you just need to have a really good plan. And this is a better starting date than six months from now. So good luck. If we can help you in any way, then you ought to shoot me an email or give me a call. Uh, but Getting started on the plan today is your best idea. Great question, Jamie. Thank you for sending that one in. And again, if you want to reach David a couple of ways, the email is ddickens at kcfa.com. And you can go online to coveryourassetskc.com or give a call to 913 
317-1414. And that contact info is pretty easy to find. Just check the description of today's show, and you'll see a link there that takes you to uh, you know where you can get in touch in those multiple different ways. Uh, David, thank you so much. We covered a lot of ground on today's show, and uh, hope you enjoy the first NFL game of the season tonight as we record today's episode. And we'll look forward to another conversation with you next week. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to have at least one eye on this game, and I think it ought to be pretty entertaining, and then we're off and running. So um, that'll be fun. Next week, I think, I'm pretty sure that we're working on a podcast that is for all of the procrastinators <laughs> yeah. who listen to our podcast. So, uh, this one's like sure tailor-made you... <laughs> for me, David. <laughs> so make sure you tune in to the next podcast. I think we'll have a little fun with that. Yeah, if you're a procrastinator, uh, this will be the one for you, no doubt about it. We're going to talk about uh, should you or shouldn't you put off certain financial decisions, what are the consequences, and uh, much more. We'll dive into that next time right back here on Cover Your Assets. KC, thanks for listening. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and KC Financial Advisors are independent of each other. For full disclosures, please visit our website at www.coveryourassetskc.com.